When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Steve Moore. Stephen Moore is with us, economist. With more than 30 years' experience as an economist and as a leading thinker of government on business, showing deep understanding of the shifts in the global economy. He's leading economist Steve Moore with more money on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Now, here's your host, Steve Moore. Good afternoon, folks. This is Steve Moore. You are listening to the More Money Show on WABC Talk Radio. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, I've said so many times that I want to thank my great, great friend, uh, John Katsimides, who is the owner of this station, and he has propelled WABC, in my opinion, to be the top talk radio station in these United States of America. So uh, it is such a privilege for me to uh, talk to you. By the way, our ratings are fantastic, so thank you for tuning in every Saturday afternoon at 1 p.m. And I know we have stations around the country uh, as well that are affiliated with this show, so thank you for tuning in. Uh, So much to talk about uh, today. I am going to be taking your calls again somewhere near the bottom of the hour after we hear from my uh, friends and financial consultants, uh, Ryan and Bob Payne, will tell us what's going on with the markets. Uh, But I want to tell you, this is the fourth week in a row, as regular listeners know, that I am going to ask what is in the world is the Biden energy policy? And I plead, I'm pleading, folks, for some liberal or Democrat to call in. This is Freedom of Speech Radio. I won't ridicule you. I won't throw you under the bus. I just want to hear somebody explain to me what I believe is a cockamamie policy that we have on our energy policy right now for so many reasons. But somebody defend it. Please call in. If you're a Democrat, if you're a liberal, if you're a climate change person, uh, I want to hear you explain to me. And I, as I said, I will be very respectful of your opinion. You've got to explain to me how this energy policy makes sense. Now, in, I'm going to try to explain to you in the next seven or eight minutes why I think this is bad for our national security why I think the lockdown on American energy is bad for our um, for America's uh, economy and jobs. And and I'm going to make the case to you folks that I also believe that this policy of shutting down American oil and gas and coal and the war on fossil fuels is actually are you ready for this, folks? I believe that this policy is bad for the environment and it is making the uh the the, uh, greenhouse gas emissions worse, not better around the planet. And I'm going to explain to you in a minute why that's, I know some of you may be listening and saying, how can that be true? How can reducing U.S. oil and gas production be bad for the environment? But I think after I explain this to you, you will understand. A lot of you probably understand this already, but I know we have a lot of people who are Democrats. And by the way, if you're a Democrat listening to this show, Thank you. Thank you for uh, listening uh, to an opinion that's not uh, not necessarily different um, from your own. Okay, so let's get down to it. 
First, let's talk about what was happening under Donald Trump. As many of you know, most of you probably know, I was uh, privileged to be a senior economic advisor to Donald Trump. And I advised him on two policies, on tax and fiscal policy, uh, which was the main thing where we passed that fabulous tax cut that revived the American economy. I'm, I'm very proud of that. And I know the president, every time I meet with him, talks about how he's proud of it as well. And by the way, the people who benefited the most from Donald Trump's tax policies were not the rich, not the millionaires and billionaires, but we saw big gains, real incomes, real adjusted for inflation incomes in middle income and even lower income folks when we passed that tax cut because we created so many jobs. Now, I also advised Donald Trump on energy policy, on how the United States, if we did it right, and we had an all-in American energy policy, that is oil, gas, coal, nuclear power, wind power, solar power, hydropower, use everything we got to increase the supply of American energy and to increase the number of jobs and, and, and most importantly, to reduce our dependence on OPEC countries like Saudi Arabia, but also countries that are enemies of the United States. And that includes, of course, Venezuela. That includes Iran. That includes, of course, Russia. And what I'm here to tell you today is that by reducing the supply of American oil and gas and coal and coal, folks, don't forget, I said this last week. I'm going to say it again this week. China is building scores and scores of new coal plants. And those are the dirtiest coal plants on the planet. By the way, India is building scores and scores of of, uh, coal plants. Those two countries alone have well over 2 billion people, probably closer, I may be wrong, but maybe closer to 2.5 billion people living in those countries. So those two countries combined in terms of their population are, what, six times bigger than the United States. Their pollution levels are four to five times greater than the United States. And as a percentage of their output, they're 10 times greater. So here is why reducing oil and gas development in the United States and coal development is increasing pollution because i think it's pretty self-evident if you've got a head on your shoulders and you've got a vibrant brain that actually thinks then you know that when we produce less oil and gas obviously we have to import it from other countries what does that do that increases our trade deficit with the rest of the world right number one number two it reduces jobs in the united states by the way i've been to the oil patch in places like uh, the permian basin in texas i've been up to uh, the shale formations in north dakota um, in places uh, like Fargo, it, it is amazing. And those are jobs that pay over $100,000 a year. I've been to the shale formations in Pennsylvania and West Virginia. Those are the states that are losing jobs because we've de- declared war on American energy. But it goes beyond jobs in our economy. This is my key point. The country that has by far, by far, the best environmental standards when it comes to oil, gas, and coal production is these United States of America. We have the safest, cleanest environmental standards because we're rich and we can afford to have strict environmental standards. We want clean air. We all want clean water, right? We, we all, that's one of our most important things to have clean air and clean water. You don't have to be a liberal Greenpeace person or somebody who's a member of the National Resource Defense Council to believe in clean air and clean water. We all do. We all do. But here's the point. 
because we have the cleanest standards, when we reduce American output of oil and gas, you follow me? What's happening is now we're producing that oil and gas in countries that have much higher pollution levels than we do. And climate change is about the planet. It doesn't, you know, what's the old joke? You know, you can't be, even if you're in the deep end of the pool, if somebody pees in the shallow end of the pool, you got to get out of the pool, right? And so what we're doing is that we are basically increasing by large amounts the emissions of smog and carbon and um, other types of uh, pollution, lead in the air, in in the whole planet. And so, if you want to, re- you're going to be. I'm going to say something that some of you may not agree with, but I believe in my heart that this is true, and I know a lot of scientists who agree with me. If you are concerned about climate change, and if you're concerned about reducing the pollution levels in these United States of America and around the world, the best thing we could be doing is increasing our own gas production and reducing our reliance on countries like Russia and China and other countries that pollute way more than we do. So what I'm telling you is the Biden policy to me, I'm going to repeat myself because this is so critically important. We are hurting our jobs. We're costing us, our, our economy hundreds and hundreds of thousands of good-paying jobs, people who are pipe fitters, people who are construction workers, the drillers, the truckers, all the people who are associated with American energy, which is one of our biggest industries. We are reducing our GDP. We are increasing our trade deficit. We're making America weaker around the world. We're making ourselves more vulnerable um, geopolitically to countries like Saudi Arabia and Russia and Iran. And, and, and on top of that, we are actually increasing pollution. So that is my position on this. I wrote a book on this with Kathleen Hartnett White about five years ago called Fueling Freedom, Exposing the Mad War on American Energy. And unfortunately, nobody in the Biden administration read that book because what has happened is we are increasing pollution, reducing jobs. Now, I want to make one other quick point on this, if I may. The United States of America, for those of you who are older, the, over the age of 40, you know that there was a time, you know, 10, 20, 30, 40 years ago when people thought, oh, we, we got to stop uh, producing oil and gas because we're running out of oil and gas and coal. No, we have 500 years worth of coal. We have 200 years worth of oil and we have 300 years of natural gas. So this argument that the left made for 30 years, that so we got to stop using oil and gas and coal because we're running out of it. That is fatuous. That is wrong. We don't. We have more than anybody else in the world. This country is richly endowed with minerals, with coal, with with all sorts of other kinds of minerals like copper that we need for. If you want to have green energy, you need minerals. We should be producing our precious metals. We should be producing our own gas and coal. One last point before we go to our break: the value of all the oil, gas, coal, and other precious minerals that we have in this country is estimated to be fifty trillion dollars. You want to reduce our national debt? You want to balance our budget? Why don't we allow the drilling and the mining on federal lands and charge royalties and use that money to reduce our debt? Is that too obvious? Is that too sensible? All right. We've come to our break time. This is Steve Moore. This is the More Money Show on WABC. You are next going to hear from my good friends, the Paynes, who are going to tell you about the financial situation. Please listen to them. They have the best financial advice in the whole New York City area. And then when we come back, I'm going to be taking your calls on the More Money Hotline. That number, one last time, 1-800-844-9222, 1-800-844-WABC. We'll take a break right now. Hey, it's Ryan Payne, Bob Payne from Payne Capital Management. Of course, that's P-A-Y-N-E. Here on More Money this morning to talk about the economy, the financial markets, 
and your financial independence plan, retirement. And Bob, man, oh man, we've had a crazy week. You know, markets are roaring right now um, after tons of volatility. We have the Fed pretty much doing what they said they would do. They're raising interest rates. And it seems to me like, Bob, you know, things maybe are getting a little bit better. Could I be wrong? Well, I'll tell you one thing, Rye, we always get right, is the market is a very confusing place to be, right? It's, uh, it's counterintuitive. The conventional wisdom is we're going to go into hyperinflation. We're going to have interest rates spiking up. The global economy is going to crash and stock market is going to go down. But what happened? Federal Reserve announces an increase in interest rates and the market ramps to the upside. What do you think well, of that? I think, well, I think one of the things that you have to remember, and it's, it's worth noting, is the market is forward looking, right? And that's just a fancy way of saying is a lot of what's happening or anticipated is already priced into stocks. So we've known the Federal Reserve is going to raise interest rates for a while now. And I'd argue, Bob, that's why we saw the market sell off so aggressively over the last two, two and a half months or so. It was in anticipation of the fact that we're going to have what you would call tighter monetary conditions. Well, that's what they always say, right? If it's in the news, it's in the price. So these are things that are already known. And this is a good lesson if you're looking to invest money. You know, don't react to what's already known. If you know it, everybody else knows it. It's what is unknown in the future. If you're going to have a concern is what you should have a concern about. So the Federal Reserve came out and made it very clear. They're going to continue to increase interest rates until inflation starts to calm down. And meanwhile, they say there's a very low probability of recession, and that's what the market really cares about is the economy. Yeah, I mean, that's the funny thing because all these strategists, economists out there that we constantly make fun of, Bob, because they never get right, um, have been calling for that maybe we're going to go into recession. We had oil prices spike. They came down a lot this past week. Um, you know, We actually had some good news out of China. Go figure. Who knows if any of the news out of China is real? That's another story altogether. Um, but basically, what we're seeing here is it's probably highly unlikely, to your point, that we're going to go into recession. You know, we, we talk about this week after week, but people have money to spend, and we're starting to see COVID cases have come down dramatically. People are over the pandemic. They're looking at it as endemic now. And you know, one of our theses is people are ready. They're ready to go out, spend money, have a good time, and that's a huge boom for the economy. Well, Rod, you do make fun of forecasters. You do make fun of economists almost every day. But you know yeah, what? You're in good company good because, you know, the greatest <laughs> investor of all time, Warren Buffett, once said, you know, we felt long that the only value of stock forecasters is to make fortune tellers look good. And uh, they are. They're making fortune tellers look really good right now because the economy is booming. We're seeing a lot of, um, you know, a lot of the economies reopening now because they're starting to do away with masks and, and vaccine uh, passports. So, the, you know, if you take a look at just look out on the street, right? You, you know, you can believe what you're hearing in the in the media, or you can believe your lying eyes. Now, Rye, I can't even get a reservation in a restaurant in Naples right now, let alone you know get to my destination on time. How are things up in Manhattan? Hey, Bob, the struggle is real. You know, when you can't get into a restaurant in Naples, you know, you know it's tough out there. I feel bad for you. Um, no, you're seeing things open up here in you know in New York as well, I and mean, definitely restaurants are starting to open up. Obviously, restrictions here are finally being lifted, and you can you can kind of feel it in the air. You know, the other thing that's interesting too is if you look at corporate CEOs, you know, they're very very optimistic about their businesses right now because you're seeing a lot of what we call stock buybacks, where this year they're projected to have the most stock buybacks ever. That means that companies have cash on hand, they're willing to spend it to buy back their stock, which is great if you're a shareholder. And dividend yields are going up. So I think, you know, if you look at corporate CEOs, they're very optimistic 
about what their pipeline looks like and what they're forecasting. And again, that's, that's a very, very good sign. Another reason why you can't just sit in cash here, you know, you've got to come up with a strategy because inflation's not going away, but the economy's booming. You know, you've got to make those decisions with your portfolio. You can't just sit with your head in the sand right now. Well, Brian, that's why we have this radio show. While the rest of the media is telling you that the uh, end of the world's coming, and last I checked, the world doesn't end very often. Uh, meanwhile, U.S. household net worth is at $150 trillion, the highest in history. Um, we have domestic dividends paid a record $511 billion last year. They're estimating it to go to $541 billion. So you're wealthy, you're getting wealthier, and you're going to get paid over the next 12 months. That's pretty good news. It is good news. And, and we can't discount that. Look, depending where you are on the economic spectrum, and a lot of people are really, really suffering out there with oil prices higher, that puts a lot of stress on, on the American consumer. But you know what you have to look at is the big picture. And you know, the other part of that equation, when you talk about inflation, because that's all we hear about in the news right now, is supply chains are getting better around the world. You know, as we've reopened, or in this big reopening, is a lot of the issues that we had initially when you had like that boat in the middle of the Suez Canal that was just like blocking all the traffic and, you know, all the supply chains around the world were just uh, disjointed. All those issues are getting worked out. So, I mean, the reality of it is, you know, we're going to see inflation actually come down over the next couple of months, which is kind of contrary to popular belief, but that's reality, Bob. That is reality, right? As, as you, you can see, people are spending, right? We had retail sales year over year up 17.6%. Um, so somehow some things are getting through, so people can spend money. People are going to travel more. Um, but I agree with you. I think inflation is actually going to be transitory. You know, it's not going to come all the way back down to the negative number or the 2% number we had in the past. But it's going to be higher than what people expect, but not as high as what you're hearing now in the financial news. Yeah, I mean, you're hearing about stagflation. And, Bob, all I can think about is you in the 70s with your long hair listening to Led Zeppelin. But, um, <laughs> you know, I, <laughs> we're probably not going into stagflation because, again, if wages continue to go higher, uh, which they probably will because there's just such an abundance of jobs, but inflation actually comes down here a little bit, it's almost like that's the sweet spot or we call that Goldilocks economy. So, you know, I think one of the biggest mistakes, and we talk about this a lot, that strategists make, economists make, it's like the, the sun rises in the east. You can never discount the American consumer. Americans love to spend money. And I just don't see that stopping with COVID cases coming down. People have more money in their pocket today and wages going up. It's just hard to believe that people aren't going to do what they normally do. And then that's when they spend when they feel good. You know, Rye, that's why you and I have never been economists. Economists are great at studying numbers. What you and I are experts at is studying people. And people never change. The economies change, but people never change, right? Everybody wants to do what's going to better their situation uh, because that's what you do for yourself and your family. And that's why this economy is going to continue to boom. Never discount the consumer. Consumers flush. They're ready to go. They're ready to live again. And as a result, companies are going to profit. The market's going to boom. Wow, Bob. I love your optimism. You know, I'm, I'm putting my rosy color sunglasses on too. But, you know, if you think to yourself right now, I need a game plan. I've had my head in the sand here. There's so much volatility. There's a lot of geopolitical risk right now. I know inflation's high. What do I need to be doing with my portfolio to get on track for retirement? Well, here's your shot to do it. We literally have 10 slots. We keep them open for the show here on more money. If you have over $750,000 saved for retirement, Bob and I will run for you our total financial master plan. We'll do that with no obligation or cost. It's a full holistic review. We'll look at everything. There's no other firm out there. 
that will do this work up front. We'll go through every holding that you have. We're going to build you your own personalized financial portal, get a bird's eye view of your entire net worth, and we're going to just hone in on every financial issue you have that you need to address right now. What's your income plan for retirement? How are you going to take Social Security? There's so many different ways to take Social Security, but what's the right way for you? We're going to put together a full income plan, show you how to generate income on your portfolio so you have income for your life, so you don't run out of money, and we're going to look at fees and taxes. There's so many high-cost products on Wall Street they love to sell you. Annuities, mutual funds, brokerage products, insurance products. We're going to show you all the hidden costs on your portfolio, how to reduce it, and optimize your portfolio for taxes. More money in your pocket is better than Uncle Sam's. We're going to show you exactly how to optimize your portfolio. And we're going to look at diversification. Have you gotten hit hard here over the last couple of weeks as markets have been going up and down like a roller coaster ride? Or have you been sitting with way too much money in cash? Paralysis by analysis, earning nothing on your money as inflation goes higher, trying to figure out what to do. We're going to put together a full investment game plan, show you how to grow your money, but most importantly, protect it. Over the rest of your life, we have 10 slots if you have over $750,000 saved for retirement. All you have to do is text or call 844-752-6692. That's 844-752-6692. Or just simply call 844-PLAN-NYC. That's 844-PLAN-NYC. If you're one of our next 10 callers, you've saved over $750,000 for your retirement. Our team of financial advisors and certified financial planners will create for you your own unique total financial master plan. Now, there's no obligation, there's no cost, but you won't have a plan if you don't text or call 844-752-6692. That's 844-752-6692, or just simply call 844-PLAN-NYC. That's 844-PLAN-NYC. So, Bob, you know, with all the recent volatility right now, obviously our clients are nervous. We're getting lots of calls for the you know thousand or so families that we manage at our firm, Payne Capital Management. Of course, that's P-A-Y-N-E and the billion dollars or so that we, we advise on. Um, and you can learn more about our firm if you want to check us out. Go to bebullish.com. That's bebullish.com. You can check out our podcast, Pain Points of Wealth. We have my brother Chris Payne involved. Three pains in a pod. Doesn't get better than that. But, you know, Dad, you've been in this business since the 70s. Um, and again, I'm not going to make any more Led Zeppelin jokes or, or talk about your long hair in the 70s. Um, but you started in the 70s in this business, and you, you probably have seen almost everything you could possibly see. And there was a, you, know, you were at Merrill Lynch back then, and there was one technical analyst there named Bob Farrell that you used to quote, and he had a lot of great wisdom. So I thought we could talk about some of the, the great wisdom that you learned uh, from Bob Farrell in your days being in the financial services industry and things that you need to think about, especially now when things are a little crazy. Yeah, you know, right. Bob Farrell was a famous technical analyst at Merrill Lynch. And I think he's famous in the industry. He was really the first one to really look at the markets from a technical perspective as opposed to from a fundamental perspective. You know, just not look at earnings and dividends and growth rates, but look at actually the price action and the buying and the selling that was going on. And you know, he came to some conclusions. And it's, it's turned into wisdom. I mean, I've been doing this for 47 years, and these rules are rules to live by. And the number one rule is markets tend to return to the mean over time. Yes. And, you know, perfect example of that is growth stocks, right? All that disruptive technology uh, that everyone was putting their money into, whether it was Peloton, Zoom, uh, you know, some of these software companies like Snowflake that just had these huge valuations were just going up astronomically. 
and now they've had the big crash. Uh, and on the flip side, remember, energy stocks did nothing for like a decade. It was a horrible place to be. And all of a sudden now, energy stocks are the hot place to be. In a way, Bob, it just means everything's kind of cyclical. Like perfect, right? And the second rule, excesses in one direction will lead to an opposite excess in the other direction. Take oil, for example. A year ago, right, oil was selling at a negative $37 a barrel. You had to, you had to pay somebody to take your oil from you, <laughs> another, as opposed to getting paid, and then it hit $137 a barrel just the other day. All right, so you saw the excess in one direction go in the other. Um, so it's just always important to remember that markets do revert to the mean and excesses don't last forever. Well, and it's so important right now, too, as you're building your financial independence plan, you're trying to figure out your retirement plan, is you don't want to over-concentrate anything, right? There's, a, there's never a one-size-fits-all approach. And you got, you got to check that out. And this is what we do with our, our financial master plan is you want to look at your portfolio or look at all your portfolios in one place and see where you might have an over-concentration of risk. Because if you live by the sword, you die by the sword. And Bob, I know with the 50 or so portfolios you and I review every month, is a lot of you have money all in the same place, whether it's big tech, growth stocks, the S&P 500. And you know, you've got to be really careful there because it has done well the last decade. But as we know, the next decade might not be as good. You've got to spread your money out. Now, you really do, Rye, because you know, when you look at the markets and you look at individual investors, which is what we all are, uh, we tend to invest more when markets are near a top and the least when they're at the at a bottom. And, you know, that's one of Bob's rules, right? Is fear and greed are stronger than long-term resolve. You can't, you know, you can't even imagine how much stress there is when you have a big portion of your portfolio going against you when you believe there was no risk involved. Yeah. Well, this is why we have a job, frankly. <laughs> you know, I always say we're, not, sure. we're not financial advisor, we're financial psychologists, right? I mean, it really is. You know, the goal here is you're trying to get your on your path to financial independence. You want to be able to really take from your portfolio, not worry about it and live your life. But it's hard to do when, as we know, markets are always in flux. They trade every day. And that's why it's so important to build a strategy or discipline around your investments that takes all the emotion out of it. Because once you're investing with emotion, man, oh, man, that is like the worst place you can be. Well, Rye, you know, you can always depend on the experts that you make fun of every week. But of course, Bob Farrell has a rule for that. When all the experts and forecast agree, you can guarantee something else is going to happen. That one's remarkable to me because it's never any different. You know, whatever everyone on Wall Street thinks the conventional wisdom, and right now is a perfect example of that. I mean, the last couple of weeks, all we could hear is, uh oh, the US economy might go into recession. And it's probably not. You know, I know it's maybe a bold statement to say that, but I mean, the reality is we're probably not going to recession, but you literally had every strategist all of a sudden getting very negative as markets were lower. And that's not really helpful, right? That's not really helpful the way these strategists make predictions. It has nothing to do with your goals, has nothing to do with how you should be investing your money, but it's confusing because these people are quote unquote, Bob, experts. This is so true, right? And I'll tell you what, there's another rule that uh, Bob has that bad news comes on the installment plan. So for any of you who've ever had an investment that wasn't going your way and you kept hoping for better news, and of course the news gets worse and gets worse and worse because bad, new co bad news comes on the installment plan, it stops once you liquidate the investment at a huge loss. So <laughs> keep that in mind. Emotions are not the way to invest, right? It's important to have a strategy to be disciplined and to use these rules to your advantage. Don't let them work against you.
Yeah, it's so true because I mean, I think the way you can glean here is, is markets are treacherous, right? <laughs> They're absolutely treacherous. But you know, you as someone who's trying to figure out your plan, you know, the, the hard part is if you sit in cash, and we know we just you know we just had a CPI number, inflation number came in at seven point nine percent, almost eight percent. You lost almost eight percent on your money the last twelve months if you sat in cash. So it's critical that you invest your money. Um, but again, because of volatility, because of all the uncertainty in the world, it's really hard to do that without having a game plan for what your goals are. I can't stress it enough because, you know, one thing is when we build our portfolios and we build them for retirement, you can build a lot of safety into your portfolio if you do it right, Bob. But if you're just winging it, th- these are the times that it's really scary. And this is where you can really screw up your retirement. You really can, Rod. But I'll tell you what, this last rule is one that uh, we all know is true. Bull markets are more fun than bear markets. But from an investing perspective, you make all your money in bear markets. What does that mean? Well, when prices are low, you can't get good news with good prices, you like to say, Bob. So obviously, when prices are lower, and right now, if you're sitting in cash, you're trying to figure out your game plan, these are the opportunities. It's not when everyone's feeling good. And so at some point, we will. We'll be looking at the economy saying, the economy's great. Everything's great. The stock market's great. That's the worst time to be invested. That's when you have the most risk. So you, know, you do have uncertainty right now. You have volatility. But if you're trying to build your plan for retirement, this is the time to act. Don't wait because that's the biggest mistake you'll wait. You're waiting for those, those rosier days or when the clouds are actually going to move away. And as we learn, that's when the opportunity leaves. You don't want to wait that long. And if you're thinking to yourself right now, I have paralysis by analysis. I can't figure out what to do. Again, the world's in flux. I don't know what to do with my money. Well, here's your shot to do it. Bob and I, we've only been doing this for collectively over 75 years at our firm, Pain Capital Management, is we'll put together our total financial master plan. We'll do it with no obligation or cost. We're down to five slots left. If you're one of the next five callers and you have over $750,000 saved for retirement, Bob and I will run for you our total financial master plan. We'll do it with no obligation or cost. It's a full holistic financial plan. There's no other firm out there who will do this work up front. We'll go through everything for you up front. We'll literally go through every investment that you own. We'll look at every single fee that you're paying on your portfolio. We're going to even go as far as build you your own personalized financial portal so you can get a bird's eye view of your entire net worth, and we're going to get right into it. We're going to address every financial issue that you need to address today. We're going to look at income. Income is so critical for retirement. What's your income plan? How do you take Social Security, your pensions? How do you draw money from your portfolio so you don't run out of money over the rest of your life, factoring in inflation? Your cost of living is going to double over the next 20 years. What's your game plan for it? Well, we have it. We're going to look at fees and taxes. There's so many high-cost portfolios out there that Wall Street loves to sell you on those annuities, insurance products, mutual funds, brokerage products. We're going to show you where all the hidden costs are, show you how to reduce that cost and take all the complexity out of your portfolio, show you where you can optimize for taxes, put more money in your pocket, and we're going to look at diversification. Are you getting hit hard here with all this volatility? Or are you have over-concentrated risk in your portfolio? Or are you just sitting with too much cash, trying to figure out what to do? You know the clock's ticking, but you can't make a decision. We're going to put together a full game plan for your investments, show you how to grow your money, but most importantly, protect it over the rest of your life. We've got five slots left if you have over $750,000 saved for retirement. All you have to do is text or call 844-752-6692. That's 844-752-6692. Or just simply call 844-PLAN-NYC. That's 844-PLAN-NYC.
NYC. If you're one of our next five callers, you've saved over 750000 for your retirement. Our team of financial advisors and certified financial planners will create for you your own total financial master plan. Now, there's no obligation. There's no cost, no strings attached, but you ha- can't have a plan unless you text or call. 844-752-6692. That's 844-752-6692, or just simply call 844-PLAN-NYC. That's 844-PLAN-NYC. If you want to learn more about our firm, Payne Capital Management, of course, that's P-A-Y-N-E. Simply go to bbullish.com. bbullish.com. You can check out our podcast, Pain Points of Wealth, and we get more into depth on all these topics we talk about right here. Stay tuned. We got more, more money coming your way. Stop. ED is no laughing matter. This could be caused from low T, high blood pressure, or diabetes. Elevate Wellness can help. 40% of men over 40 have experienced this. Make the call to Elevate Wellness now. 973-354-2276. 973-354-2276. The office visit is only $99 and includes exam, blood work, test dose, and consultation. Call Elevate Wellness. 973-354-2276. Or Elevate Wellness Group. Talk Radio 77 WABC. This is Bob Payne, Chief Investment Strategist here at Payne Capital Management with this week's market update. This week on the Street of Dreams, global stock market surged higher for its biggest weekly gain in more than a year. Investors and markets celebrated the fact that the Federal Reserve finally made their first move and raised the Fed funds rate by 25 basis points. That's a quarter of 1%. Economists now expect six more quarter point hikes this year. And that means we can expect a hike at every meeting between now and the end of the year, bringing the Fed's fund rate by year's end to one and three quarters percent. In addition, the Fed expects to begin reducing their $9 trillion balance sheet at the next meeting by selling 75 to $100 billion worth of bonds monthly. That's the fastest pace ever. I guess many of you, like my clients, are sitting there and wondering, How did the market go up, and why are investors celebrating with the Federal Reserve taking away the punch bowl while inflation is at 8% and rising? Well, to me, it makes perfect sense. Once you realize, markets are forward-looking. The repricing of stocks started back in January in anticipation of the Fed raising interest rates, which they did this week. Inflation, on the other hand, has surged for many reasons, and many of those reasons had to do with a -a once-in-a-lifetime once-in-a-generation pandemic. Now, as COVID wanes, forward-looking markets care more about inflation's path over the coming year, not the past year. As COVID cases fall, lingering restrictions end, and supply chain disruptions fade, price pressures will subside sooner rather than later. Consumers are quickly returning to their pre-pandemic behavior that favors services-based economic activity, leading to a leveling off in the price of goods, perhaps even a decline, and along with it, inflation. Maybe this is why the 10-year Treasury yield, highly sensitive to inflation and inflation expectations, isn't signaling much longer-term concern. It closed Friday with a 2.1% yield that's actually lower than its pre-pandemic level. Overall, a great week for stocks. And ultimately, they're heading back to new all-time highs. I just don't know when. I just hope It's not next week because our portfolio goes ex-dividend and we'll have cash to invest. And as you all know, I love to buy low. My son, Ryan, and I have 68 years of combined industry experience building low-cost, tax-efficient, goal-based portfolios. 
for your free evaluation, all you have to do is text or call 844-752-6692. That's 844-752-6692. Or just simply call 844-PLAN-NYC. That's 844-PLAN-NYC. Hey, this is Bob Payne. I'm the Chief Investment Strategist here at Payne Capital Management. This is More Money with economist Steve Moore. Now, Steve Moore. Hi, folks. This is Steve Moore. You're listening to the More Money Show on Talk Radio WABC. Thank you for taking some time uh, over this uh, weekend. And by the way, I hope everyone had a happy St. Patrick's Day. Uh, I'm going to tell you my St. Patrick's Day joke now. And uh, so are you ready, folks? Here it goes. Why is Ireland... Why is Ireland always a good place to invest in? Because the capital is always Dublin. All right. I know that's a terrible one, but I just had to get that one off my chest. Um, We're going to be taking your calls in a few minutes. And I'm hoping, I'm hoping against hope that I get some liberal Democrat, Greenpeace person, somebody who believes that climate change is going to cause the ruination of the planet to call in. And I will be respectful. I want to hear your opinion about why this uh, Biden energy policy makes any sense, because I think it makes no sense whatsoever. Um, Now, here is um, before I get to the calls, um, I want to say a couple quick things. Number one, please, please, please um, go to when uh, when we're done with the show, go to the Committee to Unleash Prosperity website. That's Committee to Unleash Prosperity. And and uh, sign up for our free, what we call our Prosperity Hotline. If you want to keep up with what's going on with the economy, what's going on with politics, uh, with COVID, uh, and our um, overall financial situation, um, it's fr- here's the thing. I'm not selling you anything, folks. This is completely free. Unlike Joe Biden's $5 trillion spending plan. Remember, we said it's free. It costs nothing. This really does cost nothing. I just want to help educate you. And I think you'll find it fun. You can read it five or six minutes. It's just five or six bullet points every morning. Uh, we always put a humor item in there as well. And it's it's better. The humor items are better than my Ireland joke. Um, so just go to Committee Unleash, to Unleash Prosperity, click on the button, say, I want to get the hotline, and we will send it to you for free every five mornings a week uh, so you're on top of things. Second of all, please check out my new book. It just came out about uh, three or four weeks ago called Gubzilla, not Godzilla, Gubzilla, uh, about how the relentless growth of our government is devouring our economy, and that is happening. Now, I want you to read it, but I also want my goal is to get this book into libraries, into schools, any place where young people read this book, because after all, young people are the ones who need to understand what we're doing to our nation's finances with these trillions and trillions of dollars of spending. Now, I want to connect the dots for you one more time. We talked about how Biden's policies are just killing the um, our oil and gas industry. But I'm asked this question every time I give a speech or every time I go on Fox News. By the way, I will be on Fox News tonight uh, at 6.30 p.m. talking about the economy. And then I'll also be on the uh, on Fox News at um, uh, twice, actually, tonight. I'll also be on uh, at 10.30 Eastern time talking about the energy crisis that Joe Biden has created. But what I wanted to tell you is there are two policies that Biden has made that have contributed to this ridiculous inflation. Number one 
has been the massive over government spent overspending by government. We are seeing trillions and trillions and trillions of spending, borrowing and printing of money. And it is just you don't have to be a Ph.D. in economics. You don't even have to have a sixth grade education to understand that when you have the government spend and print. Uh, money that that's going to cause inflation. So this idea of modern monetary theory, which is this dingbat idea that some left-wing professors came up with, that we can just keep spending and spending and spending and borrowing and borrowing and borrowing and increasing our credit card limit to ad infinitum, and that that's going to not cause inflation, not going to hurt our economy, is preposterous, right? This is, but this is what we're doing in Washington. We are, we are actually practicing modern monetary theory. Let's just keep borrowing and borrowing. Can you imagine if you just kept borrowing and borrowing on your credit card and then the bills come due? Oh yeah, I forgot. I have to pay these bills back. Uh, the other thing is obviously when we produce less energy in the United States, that drives up energy prices because we reduce, reduce the supply of energy, right? What happens when the supply of something goes down? Oh yeah, its price goes up. <laughs> so we have a president, excuse me, that is uh, contributing uh, very uh, directly to this higher inflation. Now, does Putin have something to do with it? Yes, absolutely. That has hurt the economy. That has driven up inflation. But Joe Biden is not blameless here. Okay, we are going to get to our calls now. I'm really pleading, Mr. Producer, that we have some liberal who calls in. This is the fourth week in a row. Fourth week in a row, I pleaded with some of our Democratic uh of uh, climate change, uh, uh, you know, listeners, and I, and I applaud you if you call in because I will be entirely respectful, but I'm still waiting for somebody to explain to me and my audience how the Biden energy policies work. But let's get right down to it. I know we have a bunch of people waiting to uh, have their voice heard. This is Freedom Voice, uh, Freedom of Speech Radio, uh, and we will start. Who, Mr. Call, Mr. Producer, is our first caller? Okay. Let's go with it. Yeah, in Queens, we've got you. What have you got, oh. Mr. Sir? Hi. Uh, love listening to you and Larry, by the way. Okay, here, here's you. the situation here, okay? I think everybody at the radio station there is kind of misunderstanding the whole big picture of things. Okay. Here's what's going on, okay? Um, anyway, can I just interrupt? Can I interrupt you for just one second? Are you going yeah, sure. to defend Biden's pol- policies? I'm not defending him, no, but I'm explaining it a little bit okay. clearer. Okay, good, than... good. I'm, I'm good. I just wanted to – I'm glad you called. Okay, give it okay, to me. Okay, great. All right, you see, the whole purpose of the Democrats is to undermine the United States, to uh, convert the United States to socialism, okay? Now, they have an eight-point game plan that they're using to convert the country to socialism. You could find it if you get into Google and you do a search on, like, you know, convert a country yeah. into socialism. Yeah. And there's a bunch of ads there. And then I think a clear one to look at is uh, one called TomCollinsAuthor.com. And you'll find the eight-point plan right there. Now, here's the thing, okay? Um, I'll just cover about three points here, and then the rest. No, no, no. You, we've only got what? we got just, just uh, give, okay, me, give me look, one or two of them quick, quickly because we've they're, got to get to. They're trying to oh. increase the poverty level as high as possible, Okay. So why? Why? they're using, why they're they using do- shutting off the oil as in, a, you know, yeah. to do that. Okay. Okay. I, look, I got to move on to our next caller, but I want to ask you this one last question before I, we go to the next caller. So you're saying they're intentionally doing this, but why? Why are they intentionally trying to hurt our economy? Because they're trying to converse. Here's the thing, okay? They, like, they yeah. love poverty. They're trying to increase the poverty level as high as possible. And then tied in yeah. with that is the class warfare. It says divide 
the people into oh, the wealthy and the poor. So they don't want middle class yeah. people. So okay, I got it. I okay, thank, great call. Thank you, sir. Here, here's the point. And I hope Americans are smart enough to see that the increase in the poverty and the higher prices and all of these things that Al is talking about are a direct result of not the free market system. They're the abandonment of our free enterprise system. That's what's causing our problems. All right, let's move on to our next caller. Who have we got, Mr. Producer? Jerry, what have you got for us, sir? Yes, Steve, uh, I just wanted to say one thing. You know, these groups that talk about pollution and climate change, they always attempt they always attempt to conflate these two issues. Pollution and climate change have little or nothing to do with each other. So they get a lot of people to contribute to these causes who think they're helping uh, the right. environment, but they're really not doing anything. They're, they're not related. Well, I mean, then, CO, CO, I, I, CO, I agree CO with you. Why are they? But why, here's the thing. I, look, I agree entirely with what you're saying. I, you're absolutely right. By the way, carbon monoxide. Listen to me, folks. Carbon monoxide is a pollution. No question. If you have asthma or other breathing problems, carbon monoxide causes a lot of health problems. Carbon dioxide is not a pollution. Carbon dioxide is vital to our planet. We wouldn't have we wouldn't have life on Earth if it weren't for carbon dioxide. So this idea that carbon dioxide is, is somehow going to destroy our economy simply and, and our environment is wrong. So you are absolutely dead right about that. And then the question is, why? Why is it that these radical greens – and I think that the two of you have just called are onto something. They don't want us to have – they don't want us to be rich. They want to blame all this, the problems in the world on the United States, and they, they seem to support a more socialistic government-run economy than letting free people make their own decisions, which is exactly what the left did in, in response to COVID. And we now have – unbelievably solid evidence that all of these lockdowns and shutdowns and mandates and all the orders the government made, they made no difference. They didn't let free people make their own decisions. Okay, we're going to take one more caller before we take our last break. If we got another caller, Mr. Producer. Okay, what's that again? Hi, uh, Steve, John uh, at Staten Island, sir, what have you got for us? Yes, sir, my question to you is these big banks are going to this ESG forum stuff where they want to get your social credit, your cultural credit. This is what they do in China. They want everything under control. I know there's 22 states or 23 states trying to get this ESG stuff because I want a bank that any American citizen can do what they want with their money, not get it stolen, not get it controlled by the government. I mean, I, I need to know, because yes. if they want to make crypto, I want a bank without ESG. You know what? It's my mother doesn't want something yep. done. I want to make sure that, you know, an American citizen gets something done without them telling the bank, telling or the government telling the bank, telling me what to do. Well, well put. Uh, by the way, this is exactly why you are exactly right, sir, that people are buying cryptocurrencies because they don't trust uh, government currencies any longer. Now, look, I still think the dollar is by far the best currency in the world, and and, uh, everyone buys dollars when there are problems around the world like we see in Russia. But ultimately, now more and more people are turning to currencies that are not controlled by government because central banks and central governments are out of control across the planet, and that's why we're seeing inflation not just in the United States, but 
but around the world. Good call. We'll be taking a few more of your calls in a few minutes. We'll take one last break. The number again, 1-800-848-9222. I'm still hoping that one liberal will call in and explain to me the Biden energy policy because for, for four straight weeks now, nobody's had the courage to call in and explain those policies and defend them. We'll be right back. Your health is important. Your sexual health is very important. And like everything else, it has challenges. As many as 50% of men over 50 have sexual related difficulties like ED, low testosterone, and low energy. That's where they come in. Elevate Wellness has real professional and in-person solutions. Call 973-354-2276. 973-354-2276. Or visit elevatewellnessgroup.com and get back to where it started. Office visits only $99 this month. Welcome back, folks. This is the More Money Show on WABC, the number one talk radio show in these United States of America. It's always a privilege to talk to you every Saturday afternoon at 1 p.m. And I know we have affiliates throughout the country. So thank you so much for listening in. I'm uh, proud also to uh, follow my buddy Larry Kudlow, who's on from 10 o'clock to 1 o'clock on WABC. It does an amazing job. So we've been uh, taking callers. I'm still desperate, desperate to hear someone on the left explain to me the Biden energy policy because I think it's ruinous for our country. I think we should be drilling. I think we should be mining. I think we should be using all our resources. It is the best weapon against the courageous but undermanned uh, uh, Ukrainians who are doing an incredible job uh, in terms of taking on the uh, the murderous uh, regime that is run now by, of course, Vladimir Putin. We are playing into Vladimir Putin's hands when we don't produce American energy here. I call it blood money. When we're importing, it's it's insane. It's insane, folks. We are importing oil from Russia because Biden. And his green allies don't want to produce the oil in Texas and Alaska and North Dakota and Oklahoma and Pennsylvania. It makes no sense to me, but hopefully we'll get one caller in our last few minutes who will explain and defend those policies. Mr. Producer, who do we have next? Mike, what have you got for us, sir? Uh, I I, I want to explain Joe Biden's policy and the the green agenda here. I I don't think it's about socialism. It's about Drilling, the, the, the drilling isn't the problem with the um, with climate change. It's the consumption in our country. We're, we're, it, all his policies, I mean, make no sense. I'm not defending them. Yeah, what I'm right, saying right. is, he he's shutting down our drilling and just buying oil from somewhere else. We're not saving the planet by doing it. He's not doing anything differently except making gas more expensive. So I don't sure, know how right, anybody. Right. It, but, but okay, hold on. We just because I don't want to get to two more callers. But why? Again, why are they doing this? Why are they doing it? Because yeah. they want the theater and the votes. They want all these they, people to vote for them. All these green yeah, but, nutcases okay, so, who think they're helping. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for the call. I I agree. I guess they think they're helping people. But folks, does this help you? Does this help me? Does it help America or American workers or American companies when we shut down our oil and gas? And as this gentleman just said, importing it from Russia and importing it from Saudi Arabia and importing it from Venezuela and Iran. I mean, does that make any sense? Am I losing my mind? Okay. Who is our next caller, Mr. Producer? What's that? 
Okay, go ahead. You're on the line, sir. Hello. Yep, you're on. Oh, okay. Um, yes. I didn't. Ca- sir, I didn't catch your name. Jackie. Jack. Okay. What do you got for us? Okay. Number one, on your tax thing, I don't understand. I understand everything you said. It all makes sense. Yeah. But there were a group of maybe less than a hundred people who were at the very top. Uh, some traders and commodities yeah. and stocks who made saved a billion dollars in taxes. That wasn't fair. That wasn't necessary yeah. to go that far up. And so I ha- that's what the Democrat position is on the tax cut. Okay. On the, well, let me, okay. Uh, so it's a great call. I'm glad you called, sir. I want to explain this because it's a really important point. Are there people who are getting away with paying no taxes? Yes. And there are some millionaires. But by the way, the top 1% of America pay 40% of the income tax. So most rich people are, are really carrying the freight for the government that we have in this country. There's no rich country in the world that depends on the top 1% more than we do. However, your point is also correct, and I'm going to commend you for this. You're right. There are a lot of rich people who find ways around paying the taxes. Now, how did that happen? Oh, for 40 years, you've been sticking all of these loopholes in the tax system. And who takes advantage of those loopholes? Rich people do, millionaires and billionaires. What I favor, and we, we'll talk about this. I'm glad you brought this up, sir. We're going to talk about this uh, for the, on the next show. What I favor is a flat tax. Let's have an 18 19% tax rate that everybody pays. Everybody, if you're a millionaire, billionaire, if you make fifty thousand, uh, although you have a, a deduction for your kids and your family, if you're below the poverty level, you pay no income tax. Why don't we do that? Then I guarantee you, sir, that everybody would have to pay their own uh, fair share. Now, what Donald Trump did, we tried to sh- to eliminate a lot of these loopholes, but guess what? It was people, it was people like Joe Biden who did not want to close those loopholes. Okay, we got time for one last caller before we uh, we hit the top of the hour. Who have we got, Mr. Producer? George, we've got one minute left. What do you got for us, sir? Okay, so first I like your joke, and I'm looking for a capital <laughs> that is called tripling, not just doubling, okay? So that's good, okay? <laughs> uh, I like it. Okay, now okay. Uh, my take is simple, okay? Uh, China and Russia and maybe some other countries are the enemy of the U.S. There's no question about it, okay? Yeah. And I believe yeah. Yeah. they have policies and they're using the money uh, you know that uh, a lot of people here buy their instruments here and they're using the money to influence uh, the greenies, some of the progressive here, and basically destabilizing our system. And they do right. it. Well, I got to wrap time. this up, sir. Good call. I'm going to just summarize what you just said and say, you know what? Buy American, folks. Don't buy China. Buy American. Let's be patriots. Folks, thanks for listening to the More Money Show. Once again, we had no liberals call in and defend the Biden energy policy. I think that speaks volumes. Have a great weekend, and I'll see you next weekend at 1 p.m. Signing off, this is Steve Moore the More Money Show. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.